0: Welcome everybody to this new episode of the Freedom Tribe podcast. Today we have Bilal Araru from Morocco. So Bilal, uh, Bilal is a close friend of mine. I've known him for many, many years. He's a very successful entrepreneur. He's been in the game for over a decade and he's had uh, sustainable success, which is very important. Many people go up and down in the business. Bilal has been questioning it for over a decade. So in this episode, we'll ask Bilal about his story, his background, his new app called Newlink, N-U-E-link.com. Very cool. Um, and much more. So, Bilal, thanks for, thanks for being here. Thank you, Ala. Thank you so much. So, um, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you came from, and how did you get into entrepreneurship?
1: Nice. Okay. First, uh, thank you, Ala, Thank you, Hassan, for having me today. So, uh, I started uh, as a graphic designer, like, uh, in 2010, 2010. Eleven. Uh, first, uh, that was uh, I was a freelancer. Back then, a free, freelance was uh, still a new thing, so I was experimenting with different, uh, like trying to find to get my first dollar, and uh, I, I was experimenting with different, like ideas. And uh, first, uh, my first dollar I got it from uh, from Invato. So I submitted flow items there and uh, miraculously, uh, some of them got approved and one of them actually made it to their uh, top newcomers. So I made it to their homepage like within one month, which I was surprised because uh, I, was, I was fairly new. So that was the, the beginning. That was the, the thing that opened, opened uh, this uh, entrepreneurship uh, door for me then i started like trying to find new ways to to earn money so uh, i found about uh, uh now uh, the it was uh, renamed to, to upwork uh that's actually what was the 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 real beginning for me where uh, i started to make uh, to make uh, consistent mo- uh, money like income and uh, yeah with upwork uh, in uh, in a few years actually i made it to the uh, maybe top 100 uh, people uh and uh, I was featured in the in their, uh, enterprise, uh, uh, like uh, clientele. They they have maybe twenty five people in it. Uh, I, I was the only one from Africa and the, the the Middle East region. So yeah, that's how I started. Wow! Well, wow. you were you were number one in North Africa in Upwork. Yes, uh, and the only one in Africa back then, like they, they have 25 people in their uh, enterprise, uh, like they, they launched a new thing, it, w- it was called the enterprise, where they connect you with the, the Fortune 500 companies. And I was the only one who was selected from Africa and the, the Middle East, like the MENA region.
0: Right. right. Yeah. And you told me, you, you told. I know, I, mean, I know a lot of your story, um, so I'm going to try to pick the most interesting parts. You told me that you got a degree, from you know you studied you studied the uh, web developments yeah and and
1: then I think you went you had a job for a little bit right yes uh, b- uh, while I was a freelancer I already had a day job. So I was uh, employed, but I always wanted to be working for myself and having my own company. So that was like, uh, OK, um, I, I actually like got the job and started on my birthday and I plan to quit on my next birthday. <laughs> so that was the game plan for me. And uh, yeah, I tried to do as much as possible to make that happen, especially since I already got some traction with working online, which uh, as you probably know, like 2010, uh, freelancer and on online business was still fairly new. Like uh, imagine trying to convince your family that you know what, now I'm making money from, from home, etc. cetera. So that was like uh, more challenging than actually making that money. So yeah, when uh, after like one, two years, I quit my job. And uh, before that, as you mentioned Allah, I actually had, a. I studied web development and programming and uh, like in 2007 and eight, and got my degree in that. I was the, the first on the class since this was like, it comes naturally to me. I always like to to code things I, before that I used to, to do music like uh, record, rap songs, etc., and I built my own websites before even like studying this. So that was like something I, I do for fun. So it was natural. And uh, later on, actually, this background in uh, programming and development was uh, was uh, an unfair advantage for me when I started working, uh, transitioning from graphic design to web development. Since I know, like most graphic designers back then. Uh, especially since it was like uh dribble if you know it dribble.com like you can see Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, designers showcasing their work there if you see that platform most designs there don't work like they are they are nice to to hang in the wall or something like that but they don't work like this is uh, what do you mean it's not functional it's like uh, when artists try to do like web interfaces, it's not functional. So if you try to actually code that design, it's not gonna work for you. But for me, I already had the background to, to build stuff. So when I try transition to the to web development, I like all my designs or all the designs that we I used to work on. I know how to build. Like I know I, I will not like just uh, draw something that will not be working. I already know how it's built. So this is how you can build this. So I send the, the design and start with some instructions to the to the backend developers to work on that. And this gave me a big, uh, like a, a big unfair advantage over the, the other graphic designers. And this is actually what I think is a big, uh, what's contributed to, to, this, uh, to the success like uh, I, I had in, uh, in this. Okay. And then from there, you built an, an agency? Yes. Yeah. For, from there, so, so uh, like uh, I've been focused for five years, like working sometimes 16 hours a day, like I was tracking my time and uh, building it by the hour. So after five years, like I got, uh, there was a time when uh, when I got burned out actually and uh, I stopped working for, for some time. And I, so when I stopped working, I stopped getting paid. So that's when, like, I was like, okay, this is the time to start the the agency. So I started to doing that. It was like 2015, like the end of 2015, 2016. I started the the agency. Of course, I made so many mistakes. Like we hired the, the wrong people. Uh, I didn't know how to do it. Uh, I didn't know how to delegate. I had that superhero syndrome, thinking I'm the only one who can do things, et cetera. cetera. So I made like every every mistake possible. And uh, yeah, and then like uh, the first time, like the first six months to to one year, it was completely like experimenting, like trying to get get the agency off the ground. Uh, And uh, I failed miserably in the first year. So we ended up closing the office and then I moved back to working from home alone. But this time, like, uh, I tried to see what, what went wrong before starting again. Then I started again, this time, minimum viable product, like, uh, or minimum viable company, maybe. I hired the first employee again. Like, this was, like, the third one. But this is, I consider him the first one. So I teach them how I work. We work together on a process, etc. Then it was a success. Then I hired the second one. Then uh, we moved to a, a new office, uh, to a new office. Uh, yeah, and then and here we are like, now we are uh, 10 or 11 people working from the, the office plus some freelancers working with us uh, on and off. So yeah.
2: That's great. That's a great story. I was gonna like tell you, ask you, but I think the last time we met, we were in the process of expanding and hiring people and like that, that was the, that was the conversation we've had yeah. we, talk, we talked about the fact that it's hard to find the right you know hires and it, how yeah. challenging that was so like just t- t- tell us a little bit about how you were able to make embed hires to having you know 10 or 11 people now like how did yeah. how did that transition happen
1: that's a good question first actually i was uh, hiring myself like uh, i used to write and trying to as, et so, I didn't have a clear process. I was trying to do it uh, to see some examples of their work, et cetera. So, when I had like a 50 50 chance, it was just a hit or miss. Like, uh, I had no control. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. Until recently, actually, we started to refine the process a little bit by little bit until we find a nice flow we can follow that will cons- consistently get us like uh, good, talented people. That we can actually pick from an interview. And uh, last year, last year I uh, I hired our first uh, our first manager, uh, HR manager actually, which added his own touch to this to this element. And then we ha- we come up with a great process. Now that it works perfectly for us, I can like if you want I can uh, explain it uh, like less than five minutes. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, the idea is this like first we try to uh, display the job uh, to as much people as many people as possible. Once we get that we we please select some of them that at least meet a minimum criteria. This is the place selection Then, once we do that, we call some of them, we call them, some of the some of them and ask them some questions. Uh, about their backgrounds, et cetera, just to see like their personality types, et cetera. Then, before we meet them, we send them a test project. The test project is exactly is something that they should be like uh, basically like a day to day task for us. There's something that's actually gonna be they're gonna be working uh, on it or uh, on it on a daily basis, even if it's boring. For example, if, you, if we are hiring a backend developer, Uh, we will give him like a small project that takes three to five hours uh, that have all the elements that we know he he or she gonna need uh, in their uh, time working order so we send them this this project then we pick the maximum three people from these people for uh, for an interview the last interview is basically like trying to see uh, if we match Uh, if they they're mostly their personality. since once the ones we call uh, for the interview are most likely like they they checked all the the checkboxes this this uh, doesn't take us a lot of time, especially like meeting them in person, of course, the cause does take uh, some time but uh, this is like the the process, and uh, this process actually uh, help us eliminate eliminate some people like uh, that that we don't want to work with, for example, if someone says that uh I, i'm too i'm too big i'm not gonna be doing it, this project this is not the right type for us so it's uh, like they eliminate themselves by themselves etc so yeah yeah
2: that's a good that's a good point like the the, the idea about that give them something to do and then if they're like you, you, they're not the right fits they're not the right fit exactly. they're they think they're better than you know than, than doing a small project and that's yeah that's that's a good that's a good point so you, you basically just took Something that was random and you built a process around it and it kind of proved that it's working, which is which is great. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I want I kinda wanna discuss a little bit more like the agency part, because that's basically what we're like what a lot of us are doing is like Anna has an agency, I have an agency and you, you also run one. And like we like me, the difference here is between me and Anna, what we do is we have marketing agencies. So our work is always like tied to the results. So it's like yeah. you have to so it's kind of hard for us to close sales based on the fact that if you don't bring, you know, like, uh, well, I mean, it's, it's not that hard, but it's just like it's challenging. Uh, what I'm saying is like, and it's, you know, like we have to bring a promise. So that's the, the difference here is that you have like a, a design and development agency, right? No so how, do, how how do you do how do you tackle marketing how do you ta- tackle sales calls do you, like does that how, how does the whole process work
1: okay uh currently like we have uh, we keep our number of clients uh, very minimum like uh, we have uh, only a few big clients we mostly like we address them as uh, partners and like we are their uh, the remote uh, development agency so like we are their remote uh, uh, let's say, development uh, uh, agency. And uh, the way we approach things is when we are building a SaaS them, we take care of all the technical aspects, like uh, building uh, landing pages for marketing for them, uh, building, uh, uh, like, uh, coding, fixing bugs on a daily basis, designing new stuff, uh, design video materials. We do that as well. So this is how, how we work. Uh, Most of our clients actually comes from uh, referrals. Uh, I used to apply on Upwork, etc. But uh, currently, most of our clients uh, come from referrals. And uh, to be honest, we haven't took any new clients recently since uh, uh, for two reasons, we are like full. (laughs) of work for currently and uh, another reason is uh, I wanted to focus a little bit more on building uh, my own uh, app which is something I was like uh, dreaming of for years and years like we built multiple ideas that we, we never lost. Uh, Alaa probably knows this so each time I am like oh we are building this cool news uh, app etc. And uh, we end up like getting too busy, busy and just like uh, don't launch, we don't launch it uh, until this time, of course. So this, uh, this is uh, how it goes for us. We, we don't have actually many sales calls or, or anything. Most of our clients are, uh, are big, very long-term clients that, uh, that comes from, uh, from referrals. Even though that we, we don't actually take currently, at least we don't take uh, all of them since uh our pipeline is uh, pretty much full
2: that's good that's good so my next question is this and this is something i used to do that was my my that's my version of agency where you know we want to stay small we want to stay kind of like not having to worry about marketing itself until so one day i woke up and i was like this is not this is not it i would like to grow and we started running ads and we started you know like i don't know i don't want to say greedy but i just want to grow that's that's like and it's and it's not being driven by money anyway so yeah so my idea my question is you don't think about that right it's not something you think about like maybe one day you want to grow maybe you want to scale even bigger yeah that, uh, right.
1: okay can you define like uh, grow or getting bigger do you mean like hiring more people or getting more clients or uh
2: uh, well, as an agency, growing means getting more clients, and therefore you'll have to have more, you know, hire more people. Just like instead yeah. of being ten, I don't know, being having hundred, and then having like ten x ten x ten x more. Is that something you see yourself doing, and and why, and why not?
1: yeah that's a that's a great question actually so uh this uh, this uh, this app idea for us so this app idea for us is uh, in a way uh, an attempt to to break from the the agency models and grow actually in a different way since uh, like uh, uh having having this 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 app for example once it's fully working etc we will have like a consistent flow of income without having to do anything except some like bug fixes, small features every now and then like uh, the small work. So this is one area that we plan to expand on. Another thing is uh, in terms of growing, actually there are different options like uh, I've been considering. considering. The first one is the, the SaaS idea, of course. Some other ideas that uh, I've been looking into is the, like, uh, something like the recurring design services, for example, or recurring development services. This is something that's like a productized service, more like having a client that sends you different uh, requests uh, each time. So the recurring design or development services, it, it will allow us to have, like, a predefined or a productized service that we can easily sell and promote. And uh, package it in a way like uh to give extra value uh for for the client or customers in this case uh that's the the ideas we we, we are exploring right now, but uh for now, like uh, my my entire focus is on the on first uh to get it all of the, the ground, since I know I can not do like three things at the same time, and uh yeah, but growing. The, the same way we are right now i'm not sure since uh, it comes with uh, with so much headish in, ter- in terms of managing people at, at the same office so if we if we plan to do something like this we would probably need to change a little bit uh, our processes a little bit uh, that's why i was uh, thinking of something like the product size design or development services etc
0: now we have the app new link can you talk to us about that
1: Oh, yes. So the app, the New Link. So basically, New Link is uh, is a social media automation scheduling tool. Uh, We built it uh, initially for us, actually. So since uh, we we were always like too busy to post anything on social media until we hired recently a copywriter who who, she she was managing the the entire social media. So while I was uh, looking at the way she works, I noticed that she she have like like uh, post the same topics ideas in uh, the same days. Like on Mondays, we're gonna be posting a quotes, cetera. On Tuesdays, it will be an informative post, uh, etc. On uh, on a, another day, it will be a blog post or a YouTube video, et cetera. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Maybe you can do something to 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 automate this process. So we started working on a tool to do this. Uh, that where the, the idea came from, uh, and the way we did it is, uh, the promise is that you can schedule months of content in, uh, in minutes, uh, by, uh, I think, uh, Ala, you already went through the, the onboarding process. Basically, you just connect to your social media channels, and then you can, we, we have a library of like 600, uh, social media posts organized by topics. Currently, we have memes questions, quotes, etc. So we will be adding to this a lot more, uh, we'll be growing this library more. So you, you add one or two collections b- with one click. Then if you have a blog or you have a YouTube channel or you have a podcast, for example, you can simply add it as an automation for the podcast. You can use the RSS feed of it. And then set up the, the dates days for each collection and it will be posting automatically for months for you like uh, yeah yes yeah, so the way i understood the app and
0: i signed up to it yesterday took me took me about 30 minutes because i had to create some social media accounts that i didn't have but if you already have your twitter <clears throat> your linkedin your facebook or all of that then it will take you like 10 minutes it's very easy basically if you have social media accounts and you wish you were posting more you can use New Link, and it will automate posting for you for like months. Uh, for example, I connected my YouTube to New Link, which is connected to my LinkedIn. And on YouTube, I think I have 15 videos. So basically, New Link is going to start posting my YouTube videos twice a week for the next seven weeks uh, on my LinkedIn. It will do that on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on uh, Facebook, I think on Instagram too. And I only had to set that up like once, and I should be doing that anyways, but you know, I'm not a social media manager and there are tools for that, like New Link. So that, that's how I use New Link, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we, we plan to, to add more features to this uh, as well, like uh, an AI assistant will, uh, you will be, we are experimenting with it right now. You, you can just add the topics that you wanna talk about, your audience that you wanna address, and then we will be, once you log in, you will find like, here's uh, some ideas you can share. You can simply add to your queue and edit it a little bit to to make sure it's it fits your audience and then uh, share it. This is one of the, the ideas that we'll be hopefully adding maybe by yeah. the end of uh,
0: August. And if you have an e-commerce store, a lot of people that listen to this have e-commerce businesses. You have your Instagram, you have your social media, you need to post to it. You just link your Shopify or WooCommerce store to link. And then new link starts posting your products on your Facebook and Instagram and all of that, however many times you want. You can post every day. You can post once a week. You tell it the dates that you want or the time that you want to post it. You set it up in 10 minutes and then your social media is taken care of so that when somebody goes to your Facebook page or wherever, they see that you're active and you're posting. At least you're posting something. So um, I think that will be very beneficial for e-commerce business owners too.
1: Yes, and uh, the most important part of this is that we don't uh, need access to your like Shopify or anything. We just need the link of your website and we will be importing all of that uh, uh, automatically. Which means
0: they won't steal your sales. They won't know. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people are worried, hey, they're going to install some weird pixel on my thing, which has happened before. Um, So NewLink doesn't do that. NewLink is very safe.
2: Um, let me let me let me chime in here. Okay, so um, I just signed up about a month ago to use two tools. One to you know kind of automate my content creation for for uh, Twitter. It's called TweetHunter Pro, I think. And I also signed up for, for one that's new called Taplio for LinkedIn. So I'm using both to you know like produce as much content as possible. But for those, and I'm I'm bringing this up because that's your competition for new link um and i i i I liked it i mean i checked it out a a while ago uh but my question is in terms of like just having you know you know a library of 650 social posts do you think you don't have an issue with the copy pasting and like originality
1: of of the content uh can you elaborate more like uh
2: the, the, the posts that you have are they content based are they images like can you give me yeah, more information uh,
1: about yeah that? actually do, yes those posts actually are uh, uh written and designed by the copywriter and our designers yeah this is the first part the second part is uh, that library will have actually will be branded to you like when you add your logo your primary and secondary colors the images that will be shared will be blended to you with your own logo and website in the, in the image. So it's like your own designer design, designed it for you.
2: Okay, okay, okay. I, see, I see, I see. So yeah, because I was thinking more, more in terms of Twitter, because again, Twitter like, doesn't really do much in terms of images. It's just content, you know, like just actual, Yeah. you know, yes, copy, you know, just copy instead of like actual graphics. Okay, so this is good, but you you are thinking of adding AI into the mix.
1: Exactly. We're already experimenting with it. Actually, uh, the AI will be almost similar to what you uh, had or used. We will uh, will will be, we'll be uh, simpler. Actually, in a way, like uh, the way it will work is, uh, we'll ask you to to give us like uh, uh, five or six topics that you like to talk about. Like, let's say SEO, marketing, etc. Your audience. Uh, like e-commerce, uh, etc., And then each time you log into to your account, you'll find like five, six ideas that you can share. share. Uh, this will be one, one aspect of using the AI. Other actually will be like captioning your own videos, like uh, the caption will be dynamic, written by the AI. And you can't tell, tell the difference if it was written by an AI or not. Uh, this will include hashtags, etc. So we are still in the, in, in the process of training it a little bit more. Before we we make it available for for the for for some like private beta users. Okay,
2: this is this is great. This is great. So I'm only bringing this up because those guys are your like main competition, and I don't think there's a lot of tools out there that offer as many features. So can you tell us a little bit about pricing? Um, like how how does that work?
1: Well. Yeah. The uh, in terms of uh, the pricing, it's still very cheap. Actually, we, we started with five dollars a month, uh, and we have a free plan currently, uh, but the prices will be increased, like uh, starting next month. So we'll probably double the price since now it's fifty percent off, and then we will go from there. So the prices will be up as uh, uh, as we get the as we get more more users. In terms of the products, I do like uh, I do think w- uh, one of the uh, our strengths. Uh, or our strong points is the products our products as i guarantee is way better than than both of them combined but they do kill it in marketing so what we will be focusing more on is the marketing aspect of it Uh, but the product i'm not too worried about but selling it is uh, is uh, the next challenge for us actually
2: yeah i mean it's just i think it's i don't want to go into much too much into detail about that but uh uh, you know, it's it's something that, you know, you get, once you have, I think the product is already great. I mean, it's not like it's, it's it needs a lot of like, you just need to, to add a few more features in there. Because again, I I am one of those people who are interested in using something like this. Yeah. So I am your target audience in a way. So I'm trying to, yeah. the, you know, grow my footprint online, grow my personal brand, especially on an international level. So these are, these, these things are, I'm interested in. And I wouldn't mind, you know, paying even if it's like 50 bucks or 100 bucks a month. It's it's not really an issue. Yeah. Just, it just because again, that's what other people are charging. They're charging a minimum of 40 to 50, even more. Um, and all they do is basically just give you a, a scheduler, and they give you AI between quote and quote AI, uh, uh, you know, generated content. But it's not really AI generated content. It's it's just they give you inspiration. So they just you give, you give them uh, hashtags or keywords, and then they give you like, all right, so this is what other people are writing. So you basically either copy it and edit it or copy it as is, but they say you shouldn't really do that. So you just have to change things here and there, and then you keep, you keep doing your thing. But yeah, this is something I, I will, I mean, I'm already, I'm in the process of signing up right now. So Awesome. Start using it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we would
1: aim to replace uh, both apps for you with, uh, with Neuralink.
0: <laughs> that's so when, you, when you increase prices, people that sign up now they they're locked in they don't, they, yes. they don't yeah. on
1: them yeah we, uh, if you signed up to this pricing, it will not be be changed. No matter how many features you add No, yes <laughs> yeah, so always so, be uh, yeah that's very yeah. cool since, since these are the the early adapters, so we, we, we gotta treat them well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I use the free version. The free version is good. It just limits you to how many channels you yes. can post to. That's why I upgraded to the $5 a month because that gives you like five channels. That's good for me. Um, I think people will really like it, especially since it's made in Morocco. Um, and and um, yeah, really, really good quality. You guys built, I mean, before building this, you built, I, I know one of your projects, so I'm not going to mention it here, but like it doesn't it have like millions of users, something
1: like that. Yeah, we have uh, we actually built like uh, mini products. Some of them are are big. Like uh, one of them was used by by JP Morgan, the bank, and mm. uh, Zurek. So yeah, some some uh, major companies actually use our uh, something that we we designed and built. And uh, like in general, I think uh, the number of uh, I don't know the numbers of users or visitors of for our uh, the project that we built is uh, is in the 500 millions or something like that it's crazy yeah it's
2: that's, crazy. that's awesome
0: yeah all software awesome, yeah. wow yeah man um cool so you've been doing this for like 10 plus years and in in the internet marketing scene especially here in morocco you have people that like they're like okay i'm making millions with shopify and uh Next year they're like I'm making nothing with Shopify. <laughs> um, so so there are a lot of ups and downs in this industry, and you only see the ups. But um, knowing you for many many years, I mean, you've, you've, you've been you've kept a very steady pace, you know, so growing at a good good rate. Um, why do you think? You were able to survive. Like J- Jerry Seinfeld is one of my favorite comedians, and he says survival is the new success, right? Yeah, I was is new. If you just if you just survive in business and you don't die, because most businesses go out of business, then that's that's success. To me, that's success. If somebody's been in business for twenty years and they're making more than they need. That's success. Um, but but how? Why do you think people burn out? And um, why do? You, what have you done that sets you apart that allowed you to stay in the game for such a long time? yeah
1: so for me i think the not chasing the the new thing the new the new shiny object thing is probably mm-hmm. one maybe that's something i'm strong but i i should be chasing some so chasing it sometimes but that, that that particular thing actually helped me stay focused on the same path like if if i was like every year or two years changes my changing my my occupation or industry etc i will never be an expert or uh, have enough knowledge to actually do something big but when you are playing the long term game like the long game and uh, trying to stay focused on what you do uh, for example in 2016 when uh, it was like uh, the start of the e-commerce bubble i i Like, some of the the people in Morocco that uh, made, like, millions was uh, just be with me, actually, in the same office, like, uh, uh, some of them. And uh, I was focused on my business. I was like, okay, I'm going to be building this agency. This is my next step for me. If they make millions, that's good for them. This is my thing. I'm going to be doing it. This is my next step. The same thing when uh, the crypto uh, was uh, started to, like, to, to be famous like uh, a friend of mine like come to me and uh, ask me let's let's invest uh, like 10 or 20k in this thing I was like okay I can't do that I don't know about this so I'm not going to be investing which was a mistake but still uh, this kind of uh, decision actually uh, or keeping your focus on your own goals is something that uh, that probably helped me a lot to to survive the other thing is uh, like running an agency with uh, and hiring people like managing people is really hard like it's really hard like each day you have a new small file that you (laughs) you have to uh, to resolve but uh, for me like uh, I'm not doing it only for the money like uh, money wise I think I'm like I'm doing good Uh, like I have more than enough for me and my family but I do do I do this for the the community here like uh, we've helped many people uh, start a new careers, uh, our hiring process, like uh, since, since the start, we never uh, cared about a degree, like, or uh, if you know your shit, apply for us and we will hire. That's it. Like one of the best backend developers we had actually had a license in history, but he was great a great developer like some of the things that he built for us and our clients are still working to this day and he already did it right now he's already working on another company and in international one. so we've helped we are helping so many people to start a career even those we don't help directly at least they see that there is an opportunity here that they can do a lot of stuff so this is a thing so it's uh, there is a community aspect to it that's Makes me go to the, ex, the extra mile or uh, keep moving. Otherwise, I was like, ah, fuck this shit! I'm gonna go back to freelance or something. like that. Yeah, that's,
2: right. that's great. That's great. Yeah, so it's, it's good to see that you haven't been, you know, like influenced by all the movements because you know we have, like, we've been in the same boat for for a long time. We've seen people come and go. We've seen people brag about how much money they make and then the next day you don't see them ever again <laughs> yeah. so i mean having this business is very it's, it's a lot more stable and the fact that you can grow it um you, even with challenges it's still not, not really an issue because again everything comes with challenges so exactly it makes it, a, it makes it a great business now yeah.
0: yeah all right very so. cool um before we before we wrap it up any Any last advice that you would give to people that are listening? They're mostly entrepreneurs, they want to grow their business, they want to make more money than they need um, and um, they're looking for wisdom. so what what kind of wisdom can you inspire them with?
1: Yeah, uh, okay uh, don't chase the money. Just try to be uh, to find your own why like why do you want to do this? For me, the start was uh, I wanted to first uh, Do what i love and save my own family like uh, having a consistent income Then, right now i'm trying to help other people do the same thing so this is what keeps me going so each time you might need to change or adjust your why a little bit more and of course consistency is uh, consistency and perseverance sometimes like uh sometimes some days are hard like you might (laughs) Feel like you you're gonna give up, but you got you need to persevere and try t- as much as possible to to keep uh, to stay consistent with the, with what you do.
2: Yeah, very good advice. Uh, I think it was it was a pleasure, Bidal having you uh, over. Um, you we yourself. always like to have our our you know our Moroccan heroes with us to talk about like their success because that's that's not very common especially when you run a business that you've been running for a while now. So that's, that's always yeah. inspiring to hear. And yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll keep you posted on new link. I will be one of the ambassadors of your, of your brand. So we'll, we'll use it and, and, and see, see, uh, you know, like how well it develops from him, but you know, I'd like a cheaper price. <laughs> <You> can <laughs> look for this <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, good luck with the, good luck with the app. It was, uh, again, uh, like, uh, it was nice to, to, to have somebody from from here um, sit with us in the, in the podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you in the next one.
1: Thank you so much, Hatsa. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Yeah.